0: And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another victorious episode of Doing the Work, the post-game show um, where yesterday your number eight, now number eight, ranked Indiana Hoosiers beat Western Michigan 67 to 57. I am your host, Kathy Amos, here with Coach Jeff Marlowe, and we'll break the game all down for you on this edition of Doing the Work, the new show on the Back Home Network that's dedicated to covering Indiana women's basketball. And first, well, let's start the show how we start every show, and that is with our banner moment. So for me to, today, yesterday, I guess the banner moment was really the entire third quarter. I think for the for the ladies, it was clearly not the prettiest game they've played this year. They definitely didn't have the focus we have seen from them in other other games. But that third quarter really highlights how even without playing their best ball, they they really I think buckled down and showed us the grit that they had and specifically at the six minute mark we had grace Berger who took the ball drove down the lane for two points then hustled back on the other end stole the ball ran down the floor and got the ball down to mac who then scored again Um, This really helped push our lead and there were several plays there in that third quarter I think really highlighted uh, the, the grit that the girls were the ladies were playing with and specifically their defense that quarter I think was a highlight for me because they didn't allow a single point until under four minutes to go in that in that third quarter. So for me the banner moment was really that third quarter specifically highlighting that play from grace and her toughness on offense and then getting back down on the other end to play some great defense. So, as always, our banner moment today is brought to you by our friends at Homefield Apparel. They are now in their fifth season of sponsoring the assembly call and their first as the presenting sponsor for the Back Home Network. And in case you missed it, Homefield recently did do a brand refresh of most of their IU collection, bringing their extensive IU collection to more than 40 items. They also have vintage apparel for more than 120 colleges and universities across the country, so there truly is something for almost everyone at at Homefield, And all of their comfortable, high-quality high, high quality shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies can be yours, with 15% off using the code HOME for your first-time purchase. And don't worry, if you haven't gotten all your holiday shopping in yet, we're confident, even though it may not arrive in time for Christmas, your loved one would still love a Home Field Apparel item you get them, even if it's a little late. So go to homefieldapparel.com today and start planning ahead. And once again, that website is homefieldapparel.com and you can wear one for the team. Okay, well, let's move the ball now and find our open player and get some opening thoughts from the rest of our team, which is Coach Jeff here. And we're gonna kick it over to him for Coach's Corner.
1: Well, I think I'll kind of preface the first thing here, Kathy, is just a week of finals. I I, I don't want to make excuses for them. And Coach Morton didn't make many excuses in the postgame yesterday. She was not very pleased with the effort, especially on the defensive end. But I do think there is something to it. I, I, I just think when you – your focus is on finals. You're not concentrating on basketball as much. And I know they're scholarship athletes, but they they also are having to take time away. Practices get moved around practices, get, you know, and, and such. So you're not quite in the routine you have normally. And so, um, and then also will say that it, it kind of reminded me a little bit, as I talked about on the men's post game show Saturday, sometimes when you're a good team, you have to find a way to win when you don't have your a game and yesterday they obviously didn't have their a game you know it may be a c game by their standard Mm -hmm. but maybe not maybe a little lower if you take coach morin for example um but you found a way to win At, at one point it was a six point game at the half you pushed it out to 20 at one point in the third quarter to really get control of the game but I think, you know, they, they also you know, have to understand that a team like Western Michigan, who was five and three coming in, they'd won, I believe, five in a row or no six and three. Sorry, they were six and two. Sorry, six and two coming in. They're six and three now. If you get the record right. Uh, but they'd won five in a row and they saw the IU women at number 10 and, and it puts a target on their back. That's a chance for Western Michigan to kind of make a season by knocking off a top 10 team on the road who may not be quite ready. To play and that was one of the things I kind of saw was just especially in the first half defensively I saw some breakdowns that I hadn't seen from this team for a while two people guarding one or two people really or or nobody guarding the ball you know, you know two people guarding the ball and then other times where nobody was guarding the ball and pe- a couple pointing like you got and so just there was some real communication breakdown yesterday I hadn't seen in a while and I'm sure as I posted in the community today I will imagine there was a brutal film session today from coach Moore.
0: mm-hmm absolutely agree absolutely agree all right well coming up as we continue our breakdown of indiana's victory over western michigan we will point out today's meaning yesterday's meaningful moments you might have missed and then we will go inside the numbers to highlight the most important statistical notes from from the game you are listening to doing the work um you're listening to the Doing the Work IU Post Game Show. Again, I'm Kathy Amos, your host for tonight, and I'm here with Coach Jeff Marlowe, and we're breaking down our win against West Western Michigan from yesterday. So let's dive into some meaningful moments that you, you might have missed, and maybe, Jeff, um, I'll kick it over to you first and see what which ones you might like to highlight.
1: Well, I kind of go back to yours for a second when you were talking about the banner moment there in the second half. Grace Berger railed off seven straight points um, from the time it was thirty seven tw- or thirty five to twenty seven till it was forty four. Twenty seven. I believe it was uh, if I counted right. Great. Excuse me. From 30. It was thirty five. Twenty seven. After Mac made a left Grace scored the next seven points to make it 42 to twenty seven. That really kind of probably was where the game really got put away. Um, but to me, I really wanted to go back to. The whole thing really began at the end of the first, half, the first half. It was twenty nine twenty five with two minutes to go in the half, and IU from the one, and then it was twenty nine twenty seven with one thirty eight to go. That was the last basket, one thirty eight by Western Michigan. IU I got the last two baskets of that quarter, and then would proceed to go on a, a if I'm an eighteen to nothing run over the course of that time and by time time wise if i'm doing the math right that was seven minutes and 32 seconds of game time that they held western michigan without a a point and that's I think what IU fans of this women's team have come to be ready for is that defensive tenacity and so they right there for the last couple minutes of the first half and for about the first five and a half minutes or so of the second half they got really locked in on the defensive end and they showed what they're capable of and again as Ari kind of pointed out in the community and Ari pointed out here in the live chat with the chat mob it, it was not Their best effort. It was not a typical IU women's uh, effort, but that seven and a half minutes was some of the best basketball you can see from or at least you can see it shows you what they can do defensively.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, that 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 highlight again, they didn't allow a point in the third quarter until under four minutes left in that quarter. So well over six minutes. And if you go back to that first half, as you point out, it was a long stretch. They didn't allow a point. Um, one one moment I actually want to point out. Um, one of the things we have been talking about a lot about this team is their bench play. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go back to the first quarter with about five minutes or so left in that first quarter. Keandra Brown was was put in, who played quite a bit actually in this game yesterday. And she came in and got a huge rebound off of a miss throw and put it back in um for, for two points for her. And, and I actually thought Keandra's um Play yesterday, for the most part, was actually pretty pretty solid compared to what we have been seeing. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down at that point, are we going to really see something good from our, our bench this time? And I, I actually thought the bench did pretty well. They ended up with 11 points and uh, nine of those from Keander Brown. I thought that was fantastic. But not just the points. She was one point away if she wouldn't have missed some of her free throws she missed, which we can talk about. Um, yes. She had 10 rebounds. She missed a double-double by one point so i thought Keandra brown was really just fairly solid at least um, with her rebounding and some of the points that she added in at the half our bench had eight points of our 33 that we had so which is something we have not seen i think from this team um the other meaningful moment from, from Kendra though, is to your, to your points on the communication did not seem there. There were numerous times, especially when she was first put in in that first quarter where you could see, she was not sure where she was supposed to go on defense. In fact, at one point she had to go over to the bench and ask the coach who she was supposed to be guarding because she kept saying like, Oh, number three, or is it this number? And she really did seem a little, little lost on defense when she first got in. But I think the thing she contributed um between her rebounds, especially, were really on point for her yesterday.
1: Well, I, I think you raised some really good points. And I'm not going to say too much about Keandra just because I think we're going to talk about her a little bit later in the show. But um, it was nice to see production from Keandra today. We, When we've seen Keandra earlier in the season, it seems like she's doing good things. But as we've kind of pointed out uh, in some of the men's shows, they may not be things that show up in the stat sheet. And that's kind of where Keandra had been, you know, playing, but it's, you need, sta- you need some production in the stat line. Now, like I said, in a previous episode, we, when I was coaching, we would talk about, we want crooked numbers. We need twos and threes, fours, those types of things in, in the stat com. And Keandra did that yesterday. Um, I still think a little bit of it. And maybe I'll say, just say for a little bit, but still only went three deep on the bench. And, yeah. and, and so um, I would have thought this would have been, and, and again, maybe she had the plan to do it, but it didn't work out that way. I, I would have thought this would be a game where coach Moran would have tried to get a little deeper into the bench, but with the way the game was progressing, that might've taken it away from her. Um, and one of the other things I, I really thought was meaningful, Kathy and I'm not trying to get too deep into stats was for as sluggishly as we played, um, we still controlled the glass. I mean, we, we almost doubled up them in rebound. So to mm-hmm. me, Uh, While it was by no means a very good, as Coach Morton said, effort, there were some things that at least showed up in the stats that looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And again, that rebounding number, before we get into the numbers too deep, again, I think it just showed their their grittiness of toughing out a win, even when they were at their C game,
1: not their their A game.
0: Um, Any other moments, Jeff, that you want to talk about from the game?
1: Well, I think also, though, the kind of disappointing in the fourth quarter uh, mm-hmm. and, and just the fact that we had a 20 point lead. And I think uh, I was trying to go back and look at the the stat, my, my notes here real quick. Um, at one point, yeah, it was 60 to 43 with 655 to go and it ends up 60, it ends up 67, 57. So. Yeah, they have, you know, we, we didn't put them away. We didn't. I would. That's, you know, when I had a veteran team and I'm sure that's part of the frustration with Coach Morin, you, you don't want to let a team like Western Michigan get it back to 10. When right. you had a 17, make it 20, make it 23. Um, and I know that's just the coach in me, but I just I think that comes back to showing just they really were lacking focus and, and sluggish.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I that whole fourth quarter I, I was I was the same disappointed and they really let I, I Western Michigan go on a run. And in fact what I think stemmed it was somewhere um in about a five-minute mark or so, uh, Lexi had a cross-court pass over to Nikki, who shot a three and made a three, and it seemed to kind of calm things down. Mm-hmm. Um, we never quite got back to that. I think we were up to 22 points at one one time in the third quarter at their highest lead. Uh, and obviously, I ended up winning by 10, which is still a sound margin, but I'm with you. And, and to your point on the bench, we did go three deep. And Grace Wagner only played two minutes. So for all intents and purposes, we really only went two deep. Right. Yeah.
1: So. And and I will say this, and Ari's pointed this out in the chat, and I caught a little bit of it in Coach post postgame. Lexa didn't play very well. Le- Lex really struggled. Uh she was, you know, and and I think you maybe you see just how valuable Lexa Goldby's contributions are, especially on the defensive end. And that's where Coach moran was really upset with the effort on the whole mm-hmm. team. But you know she 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 did not seem to be very happy with Lexa's with Lexa's uh, performance and, and all around and especially on the defensive end. It seems like and 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 I think that's something that tells us just how valuable, even though we don't think of Alexa Golbe as one of the main cogs, because you know she doesn't do a lot of scoring. I think it shows you just how valuable her contributions are to this team.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. So, any additional storylines you want to hit at this point?
1: Nothing. Think of.
0: Okay, same for me. All right, well, next on uh, doing the work, we'll hand out our game balls and our Hoosier Hustle Award, and we'll talk about lingering questions. But before that, we'll jump into some numbers. Um, you're listening to Doing the Work. I use Post Game Show for women's basketball. Okay, so Jeff, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into some some uh, some of the moments some numbers here. So you want to go first and pick out one that you want to talk about and maybe we can just go back and forth.
1: Well, let's do that. I'll start out with a negative. Uh, and this is not a very good three point shooting team. They're not gonna live and die on the three, but yeah. they were two for 16 yesterday. That's 13 percent 12 and a half if you want to be specific. Yeah again, I know Western Michigan wasn't very good, and I know we've pointed this out earlier but even against some of the better teams where they don't always have their a effort, you can't shoot two for 16. You, you know, you can, you can still win B effort C effort you know, or B I shouldn't say effort B game or C game, but you got to make up for some of that with shooting the ball a little better. And they were, they were, they didn't shoot very well at all. They were under 40% for the game and, and only two for 16 from three.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I think what we're at, at halftime, we were one of eight and then ended up two of 16. So again, we had a game like this earlier, I think it might have been the NC State game. It was exactly the same, right, where we had one and one and that was all we just could could seem to to manage to knock down. And I think that really hurt us. Uh, and then the rebounding which you started to touch on is the one I really wanted to bring up as well. We did win the battle 29 to 47. Um, in terms of uh, total rebounds, I, I think the, the unfortunate thing is that because of all of our missed shots, a lot of those <laughs> rebounds were offensive rebounds. So, and they they did were able to convert those into eleven second chance points. So I think they all kind of flow together there in terms of uh, rebounding and showing our grittiness on on the board there again. So, um, what's another number you'd like to talk about?
1: Well, um, one that I'll point out, there was a positive 14 assists on 23 made baskets. Yeah. And, and we were moving the ball. Um, I'll stick with the kind of the team stats here first. Um, 14, like I said, 14 assists on 23 made baskets. That, that's, that's kind of the IU women's program that you've seen under Terry Moore, and especially with this group of the, the, the five vets and, and such. And they only had 11 turnovers um -hmm. that you know that was yeah yeah, so they were positive on the assist to turnover ratio um but even with all that just that's the part that was frustrating kind of watching the game that you would see the glimpses of where they had it and they just weren't sustaining it for very long at all and and didn't shoot very well but it just shows you when they move the ball and can knock down shots which is the second part of it they are so much fun to watch and they have such a high ceiling
0: yeah yeah if we could have gotten four quarters like that third quarter i think we would have had another repeat of how fantastic that ohio state game was to me that that was probably their best game um another number i think i'll point out as a team um which will lead me and probably into some of our individual stats but is points in the paint Mm. um we again just i think it shows again good things come to this team which we won 22 to 38, but good things come for the team when they go through the paint, specifically McKenzie Holmes. So um, Mac again, with a, I think a very, very strong performance with 17 points, but she had 19 of those uh, total re- 47 total rebounds that we had. And I just thought that she was, she again, was very gritty and did, did the things that we are really coming to expect from McKenzie.
1: Yeah, and with Nick or with with McKenzie, I think I saw today in the notes on mm-hmm. on iuhuja.com, it was the t- the best rebounding performance since Alexis Gassian okay. in 2016, I believe. So it's been yeah. a few years since somebody had that kind of rebounding game. Um, I'm going to go to Allie Patberg. I'll, I'll kind of yeah. go individual stats here with Allie Patberg um Allie did not shoot it great she was three for nine oh for four from distance but she finished with 13 points because she was one of the few who was actually very really good at the line she was seven for ten at the line uh but she also had four rebounds and six assists to with only to go with only two turnovers so I thought I thought Allie um made up for a little bit of Alexis slow day and, and, and from the standpoint of she was doing a little bit of everything
0: yeah, yeah, but a little bit. Uh, yeah, six of those. So almost half of the a team's assists from Allie. Yep. So again, just showing her leadership on the on the floor there. So I, I really enjoyed what I saw from her as well. Um, I think we touched already some on the bench. Uh, Grace Wagner, two two minutes, and really didn't. Um, Add a whole lot there. I know the last time one of the lingering questions we were wondering about was her getting open. It was really hard to see on the, the yeah. TV feed. Um, Big Ten Plus, for those of you who have not enjoyed a Big Ten Plus production, <laughs> it that was something was
1: else. Yeah, it was pretty yeah, brutal. Well, there was but, one earlier this year I watched, though, that yeah. wasn't that bad.
0: Yeah, I saw one too. I can't remember which one it was either, but it was just not as bad. But they love to zoom in on just the, the ball. And yeah. so then you can't see the rest of the court. So it was hard to tell if Grace ever and, got open or not.
1: <laughs> and she was only in for two minutes. But
0: she was only in for two minutes. So it's and, it's really hard to know.
1: And I'll, I'll, if if you don't care, mind, I'll go yeah. The other stat, and again, I'm not trying to point out all negatives here, but 19 to 29 at the line. It uh, yeah. is tournament game where we want this team to be at the end of the year, Probably can't be nine. I mean, obviously, you're not going to play. Hopefully, that sluggish anyway. But you can't be 19 to 29 at the line. You know, 65 percent. They got to find a way to be a little more consistent at the line. As I mentioned, Allie was seven for ten. Grace two for three. Um, uh, McKenzie three for four, and and Keandra was seven for ten. But you know, it just you know, 65 percent is not quite good enough.
0: No, I, I, I would absolutely agree with that. You'd like to see them somewhere well north of 70, which is, um, I think, what we've seen more out of them. Uh, the last, I think, stat that I I really wanted to talk about, actually, is is layups. <laughs> and again, it kind of goes into what we've alluded to with the fact that we out-rebounded them. I, again, think that was in part because of the missed shots that we had, specifically layups. We were 17 of 32 on, on layups. And I I (laughs) that to me was just um, very painful. There was I I can't remember which quarter it was at this point, but there was at one point Mac got the ball down low and she missed three point blank shots to to the. To the bucket there and uh, I think she finally ended up getting fouled on the third rebound so there was a reason why I think she had her 19 rebounds but I, it's always positive but at least she got them
1: <laughs> I was just going to say sometimes as a coach and we'd watch the film and break it down I'd look at kids and kind of go hey padding the stats or what um, you know and, and sometimes you get that feeling um, the other pat, the other stat I'll point out here Kathy again for as, as sluggish as we as fans thought and that Coach Morin thought especially on the defensive end they actually won the fast break points 12 to four. So they found some, they found a couple of times, you know, they found a few occasions to be able to get out and and transition and get some fast break points.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So good positive to end on, unless you had any other, any other stats.
1: No, I'm good. Okay.
0: All right. Well, thanks again for all of you listening live and for afterwards um, as well, but you're listening to doing the work, the IU post game show and Jeff, Uh, Marlo and I are here breaking down our our win against Western Michigan from yesterday. So I think now we'll move on to handing out our game ball and our Hoosier Hustle Award, and then we'll wrap it up with any lingering questions. So if you are listening live and you're in the chat, Mom, start thinking about if you have any lingering questions you want to throw in the chat. Um, We will also look ahead to our next opponent and upcoming schedule, but you're listening to Doing the Work. Um, you can catch us live uh, immediately, immediately following most IU women's post-game <laughs> behind most women's games, um, and you can find us at assemblycall.com. Um, also, make sure to sign up for our free IU hoops email newsletter. We now have over 9,000 of your fellow IU fans subscribed to it, and you can join for free today at join.assemblycall.com. And I'm here with. Uh, Kathy Amos here with Jeff Marlowe breaking down our win over Western Michigan from yesterday. Okay, with that, we'll go right into our game ball. So, Jeff, I'll let you go first. Who um, gets your game ball for yesterday?
1: Well, real quick, I'll let our fans know who are, list, who are watching us in the chat mob or might be will be listening to us as quick as we can get this up in the podcast. We will be live tomorrow night after yes. the game. Yeah, so, tomorrow night will be the same night. Uh, as, hard, as far as we go, and and we want to thank, you as we said, thank everybody before I give the game ball. Quang says he says you know thank us for doing. It. Hey, we're enjoying it, and we're glad that the women can get some notoriety and, and some and some uh, appreciation from the fans out there. Spread the word to your friends. Spread yep. the word and let them know that we're doing it. Um, I, I, probably, I think you and I, Kathy, are going to agree on this. I'm going to go with Mackenzie Holmes. It's hard to go with against a kid that got 17 points and 19 rebounds um, and four blocks. So pretty yep. simple. Say I'm going to go with McKenzie Holmes as my player of the game.
0: Yeah. hundred percent agree. Um, so I totally have McKinsey down as well. Um, again, I know 19 rebounds sounds crazy. She was also voted to the honor roll big 10 yeah. team this week. Is that what they called it? Yeah.
1: Player of the week on roll. Player. Something like that.
0: Yeah. That was a new one for me, but yeah, for me, game ball as well. So since we've been doing the show this year, that takes Mac up to three of uh, the game balls and uh, Nicole had one earlier. So now it is time for our Hoosier Hustle Award and it is sponsored by our friends at Evansville Security Services. Evansville Security Services provides off-duty police officers to businesses and individuals throughout Indiana. Remember, prevention cannot be measured, so let Evansville Security Services help you prevent a bad outcome today. Go to evansvillesecurityservices.com to learn more. Again, that's evansvillesecurityservices.com. All right. Um, off to our Hustle Awards. Do you want to go first again?
1: You go first since I took the player game. Okay. the game.
0: All right. I am I, I am actually going to give my Real Hustle Award to Keander Brown. Um, I think we've been pretty critical of the bench play this year, and I thought she came in and gave us some really solid minutes this, this game. Again, she missed a double-double. With one free throw that would have gotten her, she played a good solid 15 minutes. Again, maybe a few times lost on defense. But to me, I think that the nine points and especially those 10 rebounds that she got for the team really helped get us through that first first half. Um, how about for you?
1: I, I'm going to go Keondra Brown as well. That was my pick pretty much all along. After I saw When I saw the game stats for after the game last night and, and watched it again today, it was really nice to see Keondra come out there and have... Um, have a good effort. Now, I will say there was a, as I went through it, I, the, a part of me wanted to kind of lean toward an Allie Patberg or a Grace Burger because they had good games also. And as we kind of mentioned on, Uh, the men's men's postgame show on Saturday, when you get to having two, three, four people that you might be trying to have for your Hoosier hustle award, that's usually a good sign. Now, in this case, the game didn't go the way we wanted in terms of the the effort, but I think I was going to lean toward Keandra anyway, but then I saw coach Morton's postgame comments and she really signaled out. She singled out. Excuse me. She really singled out Keandra for her hustle and effort. So I'm going to go Keandra too. Great. All right.
0: Well, it's unanimous. And it looks like with our chat mob, we have some uh, yep. folks backing us up on that as well. So good job. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So um, any other lingering storylines that you want to hit Jeff from, from the game?
1: Um, no, I, I, the only lingering one right now is Kathy's we just do what, how deep are we? How deep is our bench? And I guess kind of maybe the other one for me, well, I'll stick with that one right now. You know, the the storyline for me is the five kids that we know that we, they're carrying the load. Uh, you look at the yesterday. Um, Grace played 38 minutes. Allie played 37. Alexa played 36. Now again, coach Moore wasn't, didn't seem to be very happy, but I'm sitting there thinking, well, I can find a way to show my unhappiness with your effort. If you're, you know, by not giving you 36 minutes, but um Nikki had 28. McKenzie only had 29. So um, I, I do have some concerns. I'm, I know Coach Morin doesn't, but I just guess the old coach of me about amount of minutes you're asking of kids to play, especially as we get deeper into the Big Ten season.
0: Right. Absolutely. I just, I'm I'm hoping this isn't uh, a, an opportunity lost in terms of getting our bench in there and giving our starters some rest because, yeah, again, two points from or excuse me, two minutes from Grace Wagner really. Effectively didn't didn't contribute and so really we only had two other people playing besides our five starters So still a lingering question is our, our bench play and how deep it is The good news at least for me and the bench play this time was while there were effectively only two of them playing They did contribute 11 11 points 11 rebounds only two turnovers between the two of them in fact, those were both from Chlory Moore mcneil um, but I just thought in general it was fairly solid play, which has seemed to be a little bit lacking um, from them in, in the other few games that we've
1: we've kind of highlighted.
0: Okay, so let's preview our upcoming well, shows. real
1: quick, so, Kathy, yeah. before we go, Quang, I think Quang has a lingering storyline or question for here in the chat mob of uh, three point shooting in yeah. a mount- and and percent and i i I think that's something that um you have a concern there this is not a team that probably should be a volume in my opinion i'll be honest to see your thoughts i i I don't think they should be a volume three-point shooting team i don't think this is a team you want shooting 22 25 threes a game if they're hitting six out of 16 you probably don't worry too much about the 16 because you're making 38 percent but when you're two of 16 it probably is, it's probably a few too many, but so that's a fine line that in terms of the amount, but it's a team that, that has to find a way. And we've talked about this before. We talked a little bit about it um, in the community. For those who've been in the community last year, we kind of really started talking about the women a little bit more in the community that um, it's been an issue for a while with this group. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's one of the things I'm sure coach Moore and the, and the staff is trying to, it's probably a focus in recruiting, but they, they, right now they, they know, and Grace has mentioned in the Grace Burger show a couple of times that they, they know they got to improve in this area. Well, that's easier said than done in the middle of the season. So I don't know exactly what the amount should be. To me, it's more about the percentage. If you're hitting some, you know, if you're hitting three out of eight, three out of nine, I can live with that ratio. One out of one out of eight. Uh, that's not a good ratio.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And, um, I mentioned it already when I was talking about in our stats and the points in the paint and how we had, again, we just seem to really do so much better when we go through the paint and th- play through McKinsey homes. We really do. And I, I wouldn't even be as disappointed in those three pointers and three point shots that were taken, except that some of them are very early into the shot clock. And that was the one disappointment I had with Allie actually. Uh, she was 0 for four from three, really? three point. And I thought a couple of them were just, I even mentioned it. I was watching the game with my husband, Sean, and I mentioned to Sean, I said, you know, it didn't even touch anyone else. She didn't even pass it to anyone else. She came down and maybe 10 seconds into the shot clock, she, she probably five seconds and put up a three. And I saw her do that a couple of times. So it, it, yeah, to your point, not just the number 16 would be okay, but if you're only making two of them and if you're doing it early into the shot clock, I, I think that's where is the downfall.
1: Yeah, and 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 you point out Ali Alexa was zero for four, so two of your starters were zero for eight, and and Grace was zero for one, so zero for nine from those three. Luckily, Nikki hit two, the only two. She was like two for five. Um, one other storyline I'll point out here is something that was earlier in the chat mob about kids coming back, and Ari pointed this out in the community. Um, he's pointed it out kind of a little bit here in the chat mob. There was a media availability, I believe, earlier this or, or last week. Last week, yeah. where Coach Moore basically said that. Allie Patberg is the only one that can't come back. She, the super, super senior is out of eligibility. Um, but the rest of them have eligibility, even the ones who are classified as seniors. So it'll be interesting to see who does make that. And that will that will be interesting for next year. But uh, a Grace Berger and Alexa Golbe, who are technically seniors, can come back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: for next year and so can Nikki I believe as well so those three seniors could all come back and then you throw McKenzie back with that four returning starters Plus, your the two kids we've talked a lot about today on the bench, and then they're taught. they at least they've been very high on the recruiting class with. Uh, and I'm going to forget names here. Just resigned a girl out of Israel, mm-hmm. um, the bargesser girl out of Michigan. I'm a little more familiar with just because I see some things around this area from Michigan about some of the Michigan high school scene. But um, you know, so it's a, a pretty decent recruiting class right now. It's only a three person class, but um, yeah,
0: and then so you have that was a- Peterson too.
1: Right, and got Peterson, yeah. who didn't play at all yesterday and hasn't really played much in the last, oh, two or three weeks. So and I, I wonder if part of that is if for Peterson is just a, st- a situation where she's stuck in a spot where there's too many vets in front of her. And Allie Patberg, a, a Nicole, um, even, to a, even to a certain degree, Grace Berger in front of her.
0: Yes. Oh, thanks, Ari. Liley, Liley Meister, hopefully I pronounced that correct, yes. is one of them. And then Yarden Gerzon from Israel. Yep. Okay, thanks, Ari. <laughs> All right, great. Um, All right, so you are listening to Doing the Work, uh, the IU Post Game Show for uh, dedicated to IU women's basketball. So let's talk a little bit real quick about our upcoming shows. So Jeff mentioned it earlier and I'll repeat now, our next post game show is actually tomorrow on Tuesday, December 21st, after the Wright States game. This is going to be a live show right after the game. The game is at 7 p.m. Eastern, unfortunately again on Big Ten Plus, so hopefully you have some subscription to it. Um, And also just a reminder for our regular Thursday assembly call radio. There is no show this, this week, but the team will be live after the men's show on Wednesday against Northern Kentucky. Um, And one last reminder as well to check out our friends at home field apparel and use the promo code home H O M E at checkout to get 15% off your first order. And remember, this is only your first order. So if you're going to go use that code, make sure you load up on a lot of stuff to take advantage of it. So Okay, it is time for last call, so we'll go around the horn and uh, see if we can uh, each give some last thoughts on what we would like to uh, talk about today.
1: You you go first.
0: Okay, I will. So I I would say, again, this was not a focused game, but it was a gritty win. It was better to... To win ugly, than to lose pretty, right? That's how the, the phrase goes. So that's what
1: the, that's my <laughs> phrase I use.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, so they didn't come out with great focus. I heard part of the post game interview right afterwards um, on the radio feed with one of the assistant coaches, and he mentioned the lack of focus multiple times. But they found a way to win. And at the end of the day, a W is a W. And when we are disappointed in in uh, only a ten point win, I think it shows you the the quality of the team that we're watching. Um, The really poor shooting um, really was outweighed by the great rebounds and the fact that they kept after it and hit those boards. And you know what? They have a a quick turnarounds. They played yesterday on Sunday. Um, They had today to, as you mentioned, really do a nice deep dive into that. That film. Yeah. And tomorrow right back at it. Um, So they have a, a, hopefully it's, you know, fresh on some of the things the coaches have been hammering and that when we play right state tomorrow, we'll see a completely refocused team. How about you?
1: Well, and the bad thing for the kids, I believe, now that the, that school's out with finals being done, I don't think there's any restrictions on about how many, how long they can practice when there's no school. So th- there, since there's no classes, I think they they kind of, I think the twenty hours a week kind of goes away. So you know, it's uh, I'm sure they had a very lively. At least if I was reading between the lines, of what I saw from Coach Moore. Um, I will say one thing too, real quick before. Uh, uh, Ari pointed out there's a girl from Finland coming in too, so there's actually a four person class there. Um, I'm gonna hit on Wright State just a little bit. Um, and I kind of pre- and, and say along the line, just I just hope we get to keep playing. I hope that kids, bo- men and women, can keep playing. That with the COVID numbers starting to, you know, we've seen a lot of games uh, being canceled. Uh, and Wright State's coming off a situation where they had to forfeit two games. Um, to Cleveland State and Purdue Fort Wayne in their league. I was, I'm pretty sure those are league games for them because of their COVID issues. Um, they won their last game. They just won a game, the last game they'd played. But before that, they were 0-7. So they come in tomorrow 1-7. and They're only averaging 62 a game, and they're giving up 69. So this should be a team that hopefully we can get, some, get, get right about and also get a chance to maybe get a little deeper into the bench tomorrow um, as well. And But I, I, to go back to the game from yesterday, I, I think the coaches are really going to hammer on the focus. And I think, I think we'll see a team come out tomorrow night with some laser focus and be ready to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. Okay. Well, I think that will do it. So again, if you want to see us do the show live and be part of our live chat, please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can do that at youtube.com at slash assembly call. And don't forget, again, you can go there as well to sign up for our email newsletter. You can also check out our community that we have where we talk about all kinds of things, both men, women, and other sports, all things related to Indiana. So come join our thriving community today. It would be great to have you if you're not already. Also, a special thanks to John Ringer of rigdesign.com for designing our logo. And thank you all for listening. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow night to talk IU hoops with you. Until then, keep your elbows in, your eyes on the rim, and go Hoosiers. Good job. <laughs> you too. Way to
1: go. Hey. Um- and to the few of you who are out there in the chat mob with us, we really appreciate it. We're, If you can tell, we're still a little nervous, at least I'll speak for myself, a little nervous at times. So it's exciting to do this, and we're excited that you guys are there for us in the chat mob. And like we said, just as best you can, spread the word. And I know it's holiday season. Sometimes it's hard to make time, but um, we're really enjoying it. We really enjoy the feedback we're getting from you guys. And we hope that we're answering some of the questions you guys have.
0: At least trying to when Big Ten Plus, you know, shows us players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's a little better tomorrow night, That at least, you know, if we can get a score for the first half, <laughs> that would be neat. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, we'll see. I, I, like I said, it just, it was rough. I remember I was a gone, uh, where was I at? Oh, I was at the game, I think. I was at the Northern Illinois men's game when everybody seemed to be complaining on Twitter about the broadcast because that was on BTN plus. But I was yeah. at the game, so I I had no reference to it because I we my son and I were actually there that game. So yeah.
0: well, yesterday's was worse than that. And I thought the Northern Illinois one was really bad.
1: So. Now, was there something at the beginning I didn't obviously i didn't watch the game live but was there some kind of delay or like a half with like a half hour
0: yeah the shot clocks weren't working and they said they weren't going to start the game until the shot clocks were working and they actually did call in somebody to service them they thought they had it working and then it was like another 10 minute delay after that so yeah i think it was about 30 minutes or so
1: yeah so Um. that was just weird (laughs) maybe that messed with yeah it was
0: Yeah, we can say that. That that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's any use for them. So,
1: uh, cool. Uh, All right. That, anyway.
0: Anything else? Ready to go back and do this again tomorrow?
1: Yeah, we'll go back and do it again tomorrow. And then I didn't look Good ahead the schedules. I need to do that tonight and know who we got coming up. I think there's a game over Christmas over Christmas is, break.
0: Yeah, there is. They they come fast and furious. So they play tomorrow night on Tuesday the twenty first, and then they play again Thursday already on the twenty third. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So Thursday, the 23rd, I'm actually going to be driving back to Indiana to, to visit my mom and the rest of my family. So I, that game, we, I won't be able to, I don't even know if I'll even be able to watch it. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, I might try and do uh, something. Maybe I'll do a quickie. If I can, I'll, I'll watch it and do a quickie. And...
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's sure. against uh, Southern Illinois also on big 10
1: plus. Yeah. But,
0: and then back to big 10 play on the 30th against Rutgers. Um, and then our big one, for sure, on January 2nd against Maryland.
1: And that game on the 30th, I believe, is on FS1.
0: It is. Fox Sports won for Rutgers, and then January 2nd, Maryland. That won't be on ESPN, ESPN. too. Yes, yeah, so for all of my fellow YouTube TV watchers, we're very happy that they got ESPN back on and only had one day without it.
1: <laughs> so that oh, they did. One. I hadn't seen and, that
0: yeah they they their contract ran out at Friday at midnight with Disney. so right. all of the Disney and ABC and ESPN channels and stuff were gone on. Um, pretty much all of Saturday and then they came to an agreement I think late Saturday night so they restored everything for the most part
1: on Sunday so yeah I have Hulu plus live and so and I've had it for about a little over two years now maybe three I've lost track but the way like does YouTube have the same issue like Hulu lags I mean it's like it's about I'm usually about twenty to 30 seconds behind the real-time action
0: yeah, it, it's a little bit longer. I, I did have Hulu last year, and then we, we've switched for a number of reasons. One, we went to AT&T TV so we could get Marquee Network.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I kind of got around that. I won't say on here how we got around yeah. it. But, but
0: <laughs> and then um, after
1: – My wife's a huge Cub fan, so she was about ready to go yeah. have a meltdown when she couldn't watch the Cubs.
0: Oh, I know. That was not – yeah, so that was unfortunate, that AT&T TV, because I – I'm, Hulu was fine, AT and T was terrible. Like I, I just do not understand how they have any customers um, with their interface that they have and lack of whatever. And then, um, then I switched to YouTube TV, and I have to say, from an interface between the three of them, I love like them the best. Yeah. Uh, I think they're they have the best interface between the three. So.
1: Um, yeah. Quinn kind of points out here. You know, He's right. I, I yeah. do know that Hulu is owned by the primary owner is Disney. So I know yeah. that. But, you know, I, I just, it was, I, there was something about YouTube TV. I, I think I had a fire stick at the time when I first started streaming and they were in this Amazon and YouTube were in a dispute. So I couldn't even get YouTube on my, my fire stick at the time. Yeah. So, but anyway, Hey, uh, hope you had a good one over the yeah. weekend. I know you were. Doing something on Saturday.
0: Saturday, yeah, we had my husband's Christmas, so we went over to his mom's, and yeah, it was great. We did a white elephant exchange, and this year we did it all with alcohol, so that was great.
1: (laughs) All adults then.
0: Yes, it is now. All the grandchildren, for the most part, are all 21 and over. There's only... two of them i think that are under 21 and they they still get their own gifts you know from from godmothers and godfathers and right. stuff so they do their own they did their own open their own gifts and then um yeah then the adults we did a white elephant so it was it was a lot of fun this time so
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah all so, right that's cool. good well cool and uh, so we'll see you tomorrow night See you tomorrow night. See you tomorrow fun. night, and and Ari, I know, still in the chat. I'll I'll let him, you know. I'll get this uploaded and send into and put into the and send it to you, and that way we can get him get it posted for us.
0: Yeah, sounds great. All I right. Thank Ari for doing. On, I man. want to thank
1: Ari for doing all of, a lot of our production work.
0: Yeah, keeping us on the on track here, Ari. So thanks for that.
1: Yep. So. Jeff, get get right. Hey, what's what's the phrase from? That's it. I'm. That's done. That's it. I'm done. I'm out no of more here. questions. No more questions. <laughs> See you guys.
0: All right. See ya. Bye bye. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile, and get fiber powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live. Go!